Hello and welcome to Talking to Leaders, the podcast where we extend the conversation around female entrepreneurship beyond the challenges and instead focus on positivity and the actions we can each take to drive change. Hi, I'm Vanessa Whitman, a partner in the finance and fintech disputes team at CMS. In today's episode, I'm talking to Liliana Resor, founder and CEO of Superfin, about how decentralized finance is impacting the future of financial services, how the digital asset space has changed during the pandemic, and what the long-term impacts of these developments will be for the fintech ecosystem. Thanks for joining us today, Liliana. Hi, thank you for having me. Firstly, perhaps you could tell us a bit about Superfin and how you founded the company. Yes, so Superfin is a worth-tech platform access through an app for cryptocurrencies. The platform helps people invest in diversified portfolios of cryptocurrencies at a click of a button and based on their risk preferences. It was important to establish Suprafin to help people invest in cryptocurrencies in a smart way. This is because cryptocurrencies are complex to analyze and there are more than 3,000 cryptocurrencies that trade in many crypto exchanges. And also the cryptocurrencies market is a relatively new market. Then the market, because of that, the market volatility, which is known as the market risk is quite high. Hence, I realized people needed to have a platform with the right investment and risk models that deal with the complexity of cryptocurrencies to create diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies and that cater to the client's risk preferences because not everyone has the same tolerance for risk. The impact of the Superfin platform is that because we leverage technology, people can create a diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies by using an app and by investing from as little as 300 pounds. So it brings financial inclusion because now with the Suprafin app, everyone will be able to invest uh, in cryptocurrencies through the Suprafin platform. Excellent. And with so many new developments in fintech and almost a new story um, about the digital asset space in the news every day, what is it that you're feeling positive about now and for the future? I'm feeling very positive about the performance of the recommended portfolios for the Suprafin platform. In 2020, the three portfolios the platform recommends, which are uh, a low risk, a medium risk, and a high risk portfolio, had an excellent, excellent performance. Uh, the 2020 annual returns for the lower risk, the medium risk, and the higher risk crypto portfolios were 97%, 178%, and 329%, respectively. Also, during the market downturn in March 12, 2020, due to the lockdown of the US, the three portfolios did extremely well versus, for example, just having invested in one cryptocurrency like, like a Bitcoin. And this is because the portfolios benefit from diversification and are constructed so that on average, in market downturns, they do relatively well. I also feel very positive about uh, 
UK private well managers having approached Suprafin for B2C, B2B and B2B2C solutions. Um, for the future, I feel positive that now Suprafin will be launching in the US. We are targeting this August for the launch of the Suprafin app in the US. The US is the largest market for B2C fintech companies and for cryptocurrencies in the Western world. That sounds so exciting. I'm really pleased that things are going so well um, for Superfin. Um, and it sounds like it's all going in the right direction, but what impact, if any, has the pandemic had on Superfin and on the crypto market more generally? Um, and what differences do you think that this has made in terms of innovation? The pandemic and consequently the lockdown in response to it has accelerated the digitization of the finance industry. It has made people rely more heavily in fintech companies that offer access to financial services through apps or web solutions like the Superfin platform. It has also made people explore investing in alternative investments like cryptocurrencies, <clears throat> not only <clears throat> because people were spending so much time in their computers during lockdown, but also because some cryptocurrencies uh, are not fundamentally correlated with the economy, the way equities or fixed income securities are. Hence, these cryptocurrencies could provide some hedge against economic downturns. Hence, this is, this is positive. This was positive for the Suprafin platform because not only Suprafin offers a fintech, it's a fintech company, but also it focuses 100% in cryptocurrencies. Thanks, Eliana. Now, Superfin's strapline is uh, powering financial inclusion, which I really love. Um, and DeFi or decentralized finance is something that we're hearing more and more about. Um, and one claim that I often read about DeFi is that it opens up the possibility of all types of financial products to anyone anywhere in the world with access to just a smartphone and internet connection. So do, uh, do you or does Superfin see DeFi as a powerful tool for financial inclusion? Or do you think that the decentralized nature uh, presents a risk to those that it's seeking to include? Um, well, Superfin brings financial inclusion in a smart way by trying to reduce the risks typically associated with any new markets so that the masses can also benefit from uh, this new market of cryptocurrencies. Uh, each decentralized finance product has an associated cryptocurrency, uh, probably that is trading in some cryptocurrency exchange. And as such, Supra, it's Suprafin's job to assess them using our risk models and select the ones that will survive and also assign them a risk investment score to them. And, and all of them have different risks. So, they, and there are all kinds of DeFi or decentralized uh, finance solutions. The first one being Bitcoin with its respective blockchain. And then after hundreds of similar cryptocurrencies and blockchains were created, all aiming to be an improvement to Bitcoin. Thereafter, we saw the creation of a lot of uh, uh, other DeFi solutions like crypto lending, uh, decentralized solutions, and some decentralized crypto exchanges. So while financial inclusion could be an overall theme for DeFi, they all have many risks that need to be considered. 
Uh, and for example, also some DeFi are controlled by some people, so they are not necessarily 100% decentralized either. So financial inclusion is great, but we also need to be cognizant of the other risks that they might have. And um, as you know, Liliana, our Lead Hers uh, initiative was established in response to the findings of the Rose Review to support female founders, particularly as they're going through the fundraising process. Can I ask you what your experience has been of fundraising um, and what are the various routes that you've taken when seeking funding? Uh, fundraising is harder than what I expected, um, and I learned that for smart fintech solutions, like the Superfin platform, it's best to seek annual investors from the finance industry because they understand complexity. Obviously, not every finance professional likes to invest in startups, and so one needs to find the ones that do like to invest in startups. And also, they, um, they need to like your particular subsegment. Uh, within fintech, in this case for Ciprofin, it's uh, uh, not just a wealth tech platform, but also cryptocurrencies. Uh, hence, a lot of my angel investors, although not not all of them, uh, have backgrounds in technology solutions for derivatives, payments, technology investment banking, uh, and investment management. Uh, I have some few angels that actually approach me, and that come from technology entrepreneurship background. Uh, mainly because I was speaking at so many crypto blockchain fintech events that uh, they thought I will be uh, the company they would like to partner in this area that they, they really like, which was blockchain and digital assets. Uh, but that's not, uh, I think that's kind of rare. Uh, but with fundraising, I think where sometimes at the beginning you start with one idea, uh, who will be your investors and you Later on, as you meet more and more people, you end up um, improving your know-how of who truly could be your investor. So what would be your top tip to startups, um, perhaps specifically fintechs, uh, looking for funding? Well, first you need to tap into your network and don't disregard anyone. Because only by tapping into your network, you will then uh, understand better uh, what are the right pockets within your network or even within a sector within fintech uh, that could potentially be your, your investors. And also, you need to speak a, a, lot, a lot of events to get visibility. Because if you get visibility, then uh, you have a greater likelihood that someone, some of these investors will approach you. So visibility is key. Yes. Thank you, Liana. It's been brilliant hearing about your um, views on the industry uh, and the direction of travel. Um, and as part of our CMS Equip Leaders initiative, um, we always finish our podcasts with the same question. Um, we are encouraging everyone to commit to one positive action, big or small, that will support female founders. So Liliana, what positive action will you take this year to support female founders in your industry? As I am actually a female entrepreneur in fintech uh, crypto, I will become a role model for aspiring or potential female uh, entrepreneurs in fintech and crypto. And as I become uh, more successful, I will uh, mentor some of these uh, female fintech entrepreneurs.
an excellent commitment. Uh, thank you, Liliana. We certainly need uh, role models like you in the industry. And if I may, I know I said that that was going to be my last question, um, but as you've touched on role models, um, perhaps you could uh, tell us a little bit about your own role models as uh, a woman in a uh, primarily male dominated um, industry. That's an excellent question, Vanessa. Um, I think some of uh, my, my role models come from uh, technology, fintech, entrepreneurship. And uh, for example, <clears throat> Jeff Bezos being a very successful entrepreneur in a complex company uh, like Amazon that created this AWS, uh, the AWS, the, the platform, uh, the technology platform for other, other companies. Um, or startups to to scale uh, successfully, he to, for for me he is an excellent role model because he created something uh, so fascinating and uh, um, understanding uh, his behavior or what led him to be so successful is, is something that I I, I tend to uh, to Google or research because I want to learn from the best. Other. Um, uh, role models I see are interestingly enough not from finance but for example Schwarzenegger I, I find him fascinating because he was an entrepreneur on his own on the, in the construction uh, industry apparently and he was relatively successful but I, what I found fascinating about uh, Schwarzenegger was his drive and his commitment to being successful and not letting failure stop him so one of his advice, his key advice for people was, you know, when you want to do something, that something needs to be your plan A. You cannot have plan B in the sense that if you are always thinking of plan B, you will fail because you are too scared to make plan A successful. And you will always have issues while you're trying to, to be successful. You will find many issues. But every time you fall, you must get up and continue. Because if you don't get up, that's when you have failed. Not because you fall, so you, there will be all, many obstacles. And that to me is something that drives me to think, I'm gonna have many obstacles and I just need to go around, think, think around, uh, think outside the box. Um, then now um, uh, other mentors are, come from the FinTech industry in terms of, um, or role models from the fintech industry, more on the B2B side. Uh, there's a lot of some few uh, fintech entrepreneurs, very successful here in the UK. One of them, which is my investor, and, and I'm trying to think about, wow, he's been so successful in, in his fintech, fintech company. Uh, obviously, he thinks out of the box. So I need to um, seek his advice, but also try to learn about uh, what what make him so successful? Correct in this in this uh, area, which is not necessarily too too easy easy to to do. Um, yeah, and, and more. I don't have. I think as as I meet new new uh, entrepreneurs or learn of new successful entrepreneurs, I always try to think: Could that be a role model too? I try to to be learning all the time the things uh, that I don't know because entrepreneurship is all it's all new. I mean, I worked before in, in finance for a long time, uh, and uh, well, parts of it was uh, entrepreneurial. Um, most of it is not. <clears throat> so I need to learn new skills, and that I can only learn from the uh, successful entrepreneurs. That's a brilliant answer, Liliana. Thank you very much. Um, and certainly, you know, the, the continual journey of learning is uh, something that uh, I, I think we probably can all learn from. Um, I certainly didn't know 
as much about Schwarzenegger uh, at the beginning of this conversation as I do now. So thank you very much. Oh, that was fun. And uh, yeah, the questions were very insightful. So, so thank you to you. If you would like more information on Superfin, then you can find out more at superfin.io. If you want to hear more about CMS's startup program, Equip, or our female founders initiative, Leaders, go to the startup section of cms.law. Mm -hmm.